This is a special episode of Reconcile the Isle. Welcome to Reconcile the Isle on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. On this show, we've been trying to create meaningful dialogue about difficult topics. We've done it a lot of different ways. I've talked to media creators and I've talked to social justice people. I've talked to activists. And one segment that I added in, and it's come up from time to time, is stupid people. And it's with my dad. Uh, My dad is uh, a bit famous amongst the people who know him for his rants. He is (laughs) brilliant with the metaphor and um, just kind of goes off about stupid people. And one thing I've noticed, because I, you know, I'm from Queens. I also just traverse different groups um, from... I am progressive myself. My family is not. And also through comedy, I get to know a lot of different people all the time through my partner as well, who's in touch with more businessy type people. So I feel like, and I've always kind of been that way because I grew up not looking like anyone I was around. So I never really knew who I was. So I was always like kind of peeking into different windows, trying to see what was what. So one thing I've noticed amongst all these different groups of people is that they hate stupid people. It's universal. Everyone hates stupid people. And I guess for different people, they would label who is stupid. (laughs) Basically, like conservatives would label liberals stupid, liberals would label conservatives stupid. But I feel like that's just a blanket statement, almost like a cover for what really is behind that. And that it's like you are just in this world trying to survive and other people who don't have your interests at heart are in your way and you're frustrated by that. Um, There's just like a universal feeling of being out of control and anyone who doesn't get your pain is stupid. And that explains so much uh, just about how we we have trouble connecting with each other and um, with other groups is we just feel like you're the cause of my not being understood. So I thought it'd be fun to record my dad giving the stupidest person he's seen that week. And we recorded it in rectums. We recorded how bad it was. We rated it in rectums is what I want to say. You know, and for a while, uh, you know, we did it for a while. And and then um, I stopped for a little bit. Um, It just was getting a lot to do. And also just kind of trying to figure out like, you know, where are the lines in this, you know, sometimes where do I want to keep the stupid people? It has to be general enough where it's not really going to any specific type of group, but sometimes those biases would leak through. And how do I handle that as someone who's trying to um, create a more progressive view of the world? But then I started again because the thing is, is that I trying to keep the universe, if I really just pushed it to be the most universal thing it could, then I think it could work. When you listen to this, you'll hear what I'm saying. Some of it comes close to crossing a line, but then it, it goes back. But I think at the heart of it, I you know, the last few months I've come to understand my dad a little bit more, trying to understand the world through him and what he's had to go through. And, um, you know, I think the base of where it's coming from is feeling like out of control in this crazy fucking world. And we're all suffering from that, probably most acutely in COVID. It really brought that to the fore. And so here we are, a collection of all of the Stupid People episodes in one episode. 
It's been one of the most popular things. People have loved it. And so I wanted to put them all in one episode, give you a little backstory of, of what I was thinking of. And, and you can um, judge for yourself. Is my dad an asshole? Am I an asshole for letting him rant? Or is it really just that we all feel the same way? Let me know. So here we are, a collection of stupid people with my dad, Charles LaGiudice Jr. As you know, the whole world is in a pandemic with this uh, COVID-19. We're in in this uh, virus situation. The whole country, the United States, is in in quarantine almost. If if you look at the highways, there's like three vehicles and two Amish fucking horse and wagons on the road. All right? So there's like you could go from here to California you could speed at 100 miles an hour and get there really fast if you wanted to. But there's nobody on the roads, and what are they doing? They're not paving them. They're going to fucking pave the roads when the pandemic is over and it's rush hour, like on the FDR, the BQE. These are all uh, terrible roadways that are like driving through the Baja, even though they're in cities and they're paved, okay? You need a Hummer you know, or an, uh, uh, that, that they use in, in, the, in, in the service, the military, so that you don't break your suspension and get a flat tire with all the potholes and everything. You know, it's like uh, the world-famous cyclone, that's less of a thrill than driving on some of the roads in New York City, you know? So I think at this time, they should be uh, paving the roads and not, uh, you know, just keeping everybody home because... Um, you know, I, I understand that the hospital workers and people, truck drivers and cashiers and the retail workers, the people working in stores and the restaurants, those are essential. You know what I mean? You know, but let's fix the roads now so that when everybody can get back to work, they can get to work. So their half hour ride doesn't take three hours. Okay, so on th- that's like, um, that's a four on the rectum scale, okay, for the politicians. Yes. Yes. I don't want to do that. Yeah, so we okay. have at five scale, we just started a scale. Out of five, five stars, some people do, we do five rectums. So right. and the assholeness, this is a four out of five right. rectum behavior. Uh, yeah, but not paving the roads now. Okay. All right, thanks, Dad. Problem happens when we take the frustration we have with humanity and start to pin it on particular groups. And we're going to talk about how white supremacists are doing just that. I don't know what part of the country or the world you live in. I live in New York City. All right. And and then this happens in other big cities, too. You know, you have a lot of people. There's a density in the population. We have, you know, like eight and a half million people in the city. Probably got like four million cars. Only like one and a half million of them probably have insurance, but that's another, that's another thing. Anyway, here's the, the thing is like, let's say you're on the two-way street and, and there's a guy at an intersection stopped at a stop sign. And he like, instead of letting you pass him, he like drives out in front, cuts in front of you. And then he goes five miles a fucking hour, you know, like an asshole. And you can't get in an opportunity to pass them. You know what I mean? And this goes on for like eight blocks. And then finally you're getting to a, a, a light 
and that son of a bitch goes through just when it's turning yellow and you get stuck at the light. And either you're trying to make an appointment or you got to take a piss and you're trying to get home to the toilet or something. You know, those fucking people are real assholes and they're inconsiderate. You know, if you're going to go slow, let the guy in front of you get ahead of you. You know, you know how you drive. You drive like you're a fucking cripple. Then fucking just let the other person go in front of you. So that's very inconsiderate and everything. And since now we're starting a new uh, thing, we're going to rate everything like, you know, the, the movies, they give it four stars or restaurants and hotels, they give them five stars or they give them thumbs ups and something. Well, our, our rating is going to be on rectums. So these people get a, a two and a half rectum <laughs> rating, okay? That's these people, okay? Yes, that's how big of an asshole they are. And the other part is when they do go through that light when it's turning yellow, not only should they get hit by somebody else jumping the light, it should be a truck carrying gasoline. So this way, if they survive the collision, they burn to death, okay? That's the other part. <laughs> We're in this world now, it's, it's 2020, all right? We're in the 21st century, and people could work from home. I mean, it's 50 years ago, 51 years ago, that we put a man on the moon. Everybody has a computer, because everybody's got a phone. There's three-year-old kids that have uh, iPhone 11s nowadays and everything. They know how to do everything, I mean, People can figure out all kinds of shit on things. Everything is so technical, but no assholes know how to use the fucking left and right turn signal on their fucking car. So you don't know where they're fucking going. You know, you get behind a guy, but you, he don't have his signal on, so you're just thinking he's going to go straight, which is the way you're going. And so you're waiting behind him, waiting behind him, and then you find out that the asshole wants to make a turn. So this is not a big one, but that's like a two-rectum job. Okay, you're driving along on a highway, you're doing, you know, the speed limit is 60, you're doing 60, 65, 70, whatever, you know, you always got your knuckleheads that are like, you know, the right lane is for the slow people, the middle lane is, you know, moderate, and, and the left lane is for if you want to go fast, you know, but anyway, you're going, all of a sudden, traffic slows down, and now you're doing five miles an hour. And you're figuring, oh, I wonder if there's an accident. You put on the news that they uh, they give you the updates every 10 minutes on traffic and stuff. You don't hear nothing. Finally, 20 minutes goes by. You've only gone like, you know, one block on a highway where you could have gone in 20 minutes. You could have went at 60 miles an hour. You could have went 20 miles. And what is it? There's a car on the side of the road, on the shoulder, not blocking the traffic. All right? And it's either, like, it, it could be a reason. It could be a guy's got a flat tire. They over, the car overheated. Uh, you know, could be anything. Could be they had to change the kid's diaper. Could be anything. All right? But everybody got to slow down. They just slow down and look. You know, I mean, can't you just, like, make believe you change your range. You look in your rearview mirror, your side view mirror. When you look in the mirror... You don't stay there and look like it's a television and you're watching fucking Gone with the Wind. You glance up and you fucking put your eyes back on the road. And it's the same thing. 
these fucking, like they see a cop car on the side of the road. The cop is out of the car talking to the guy in the car. He's going to give the guy a ticket. So these people slow down to 20 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour. What do you fucking actually think? The cop is fucking going to jump in his car and fucking start the engine and fucking chase you and not give that guy a ticket? Are you fucking that really stupid? Fucking unbelievable. So that is our first five rectum <laughs> rating. That gets the five rectum rating. There's the first one of the year. Okay? All right, you got a five out of five. Okay? So until the next time we meet, stay safe. And don't let me find you on the road and have to call you uh, worse than a rectum, okay? <laughs> Adios. Well, one of the stupid things I want to talk about is, um, you know, the light changes and it's a red light. And, you know, there's a person in front of you and then you're behind them and it's a red light. And, you know, sometimes... It happens, I do it too, you know, you start looking for something in your car, or you're not paying attention, or, you know, these people start texting, you can tell they're texting because their head is down, they're not moving any other part of their body. But, you know, all right, so now the light turns green. So you give them, like, I think a New York minute is, is I forget, it's either 9 or 11 seconds is they timed what a New York minute is. So you give them three or four seconds, which is a third of a New York minute, and they don't move. So you beep the horn, that's all. Now, if I was the first car and I was looking for something and I wasn't paying attention, they beep the horn, they're right, and I, I go. Instead, these people give you the finger, like they stick it up by the rear view mirror. You know what I mean? How do I know you didn't have a fucking heart attack and or you fucking had a seizure? You know, I could be saying that the light for three days. I wish one time after I beat the horn, I don't get the finger and the car don't move. Or they give me the finger and then they don't move the car. That's why I get out of my car, go to their car, and I see. I'll rip their fucking rear view mirror off, put it under their nose to see if they're breathing. And if they're dead, then it's a good day for me because I get the call, not 911, I called the fucking coroner's office to remove the body and one less fucking moron, inconsiderate bastard on the road. Problem one solved for today. What's next? <laughs> okay. Well, how many rectums do we give this person? The people who texted the light and then give a finger. How many rectums are? Just two. Just two. Yeah. You go in the store. I really like this country in like uh, 10 years or more or whatever, but it's happening now. The kids are so stupid, go in the store, and if they don't have the machine that tells them how much change to give back, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So like, if I go in the store and I buy something and it comes to $2.58, if I give that kid eight cents plus a, you know, a $5 bill, or if I give him a three singles and eight cents, or a $10 bill and eight cents, they have no fucking idea how much change to give you back. They look at you like a three-year-old kid who was watching a magician who just showed them an empty hat, and now he pulled a rabbit out of it, and they know where the fuck the rabbit came from. They are so fucking dumb, like, but it's, it's, it's only $2.58. You gave me more than $3, or you gave me more than $5, and you gave me $5.08. Yeah. 
Now you got to give me $2.50 back. Real fucking hard. So for these poor bastards, no rectums because they're so fucking stupid they have to live with themselves for the rest of their lives. Okay? Okay. These people who are inconsiderate parkers. You know, like uh, a parking special, let's say if somebody's house or something, and there's enough space for two cars, two regular sized cars. I'm not talking a limo. I'm not talking a fucking Fiat. I'm talking two regular sized cars to park without blocking the driveway or anything. And these fucking jerks, they got to park right in the middle. You know what I mean? So now you got to go around the block or something else. You got to carry packages or something. That's just fucking inconsiderate, you know? And then uh, remember a story when we lived in Howard Beach, I parked the car, I came home, and the next door neighbor's car, uh, there was no spot in front of our house. So I parked in front of the next door neighbor's house, right? Which was a legal parking spot. When I came out the next day, the mother had written on a, on a paper plate, please park here in front of my house. So guess what I did? I took the plate and I put it in my glove compartment. And two years later, her son has his driver's license and he goes to park in front of my house. And I come out of the house and do me a favor, don't park here and give this to your mother. Have a nice day. I never saw her again. I never spoke to her again. And I was happy. I don't give a shit about her, you know? But these fucking people over parking spots, they think it's fucking land that they own. It's a New York City street. You know what I mean? And th that's it. It's not like land that you could put up a sign, uh, trespassing and I'll fucking shoot you or something. It's the fucking street. You know, those people, four rectums. Okay? <laughs> All right. Four rectums for people who take up two parking spots instead of one. Yeah. Fucking inconsiderate jerk course. Okay, Dad. Who is the stupid person of the week? Well, it's not just a stupid person. It's a stupid concept or idea. Every time or almost every single time now, I go to the doctor. And like if it's a specialist, so you go once a year, they give you the clipboard like you're a new patient and you got to fill out all your information all the time. I mean, you could be going to the same doctor now for 20 years. Oh, but you got all my information. Nothing's changed. Oh, this is the law. Well. This is fucking stupid. Here, take my fucking information, photostat it front and back, write out the fucking date and my name, and I'll sign in and put a new date. Now I got to go fucking, uh, what am I, Thomas Jefferson with my handwriting? I got to fucking go on a clipboard. I got to fucking start writing shit. Any surgeries I had and the years. Who the fuck remembers? I gotta go look up fucking medical terms, how to fucking spell them. Meanwhile, I, they could have did a fucking heart and lung transplant in the time it takes to me to fill out this fucking form. I gotta carry a list of all the fucking medicines I'm on. I need to be on fucking 20 milligrams of Xanax because I wanna fucking kill all these jerk offs. All right? It's just fucking ridiculous. And you know what? I go to my regular doctor. I've been going off for over 20 years. I go every four months. I never have to fill out nothing. Come in. Hi, Mr. Lojudas. You know, all they ask is any insurance change. That's it. 
No other question, no nothing, you know, pay the copay. They make a copy of your new card, which you get every year. I said, the numbers haven't changed, but here's the new card. And that's it. I mean, these fucking doctors are ridiculous. And it's just like the rest of the world. The people who work for them are 99.9% lazy bastards that don't want to do nothing. And that's, I'm sorry, but that's what one of the big problems in the world is everybody's looking for a fucking handout. Nobody wants to do their job. You know, Mr. Low Judas, has anything changed? No. Okay, here, here's your papers. Uh, photostat them right now. I'm writing out your name and the date. Just resign it and we'll put it back in your folder. That's all. I think that's legal enough. I remember... Uh, reading the story where two businessmen, they didn't have a paper, so they wrote, I think, a, a, a contract on somebody's panties, and they signed it, and it was actually a, a deemed a legal vessel, okay? So, but the doctors, you know, this is the whole thing about the doctors. You know, they, they're like so important. How many times you, you read a story about like uh, a guy like Mussolini or, some, or Hitler, they wanted to be they were thinking about going to the seminary to be a priest, and then they wind up killing fucking 80 million people. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's the same thing. Oh, you know, my son's a doctor. My son's a lawyer. Uh, translation, my son's a douchebag and my son's a scumbag. These are just regular people. They went to a little more school, which they have to. But you know what? Not all of them are bad, except for lawyers, 99.9%. <laughs> But most doctors you go, I speak to people all the time, while they're talk, you talk to the doctor, they're just, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're not even paying attention. They probably got an iPhone somewhere, a secret thing, in, and they're listening to music or something while you're talking about like how you're bleeding inside, you're shitting blood or something, they don't <laughs> care. How many doctors have been gone to prison and uh, what do you call for Medicare fraud and, and everything else? There's a, some doctor in Cleveland, he never saw one patient and he wrote 30,000 prescriptions for opioids. Nice guy. Yeah, his mother's running along the beach in Miami. Help, <laughs> my son, the doctor is drowning, you know? So people are what they are. You can't tell the book by the cover and you can't tell somebody's personality or anything by their title, okay? How many rectums do we give the paperwork at the doctor's office? Well, this is all the insurance companies, right? Yeah, so Basically. Yeah. So we, we're going to give them five, and then we're going to give the doctors for telling them to stick the papers up their ass four. You know okay. what I mean? That's so, all. And then the snooty people who work for the doctors, we're going to give them a three. Okay. Okay. There's always some people, you know, they, when they're talking about it, and, you know, some of it, being a parent, you want to brag. I understand that about your child, if they've been decent. I mean, if I was Al Capone's mother, I wouldn't be bragging, or Al Capone's father. But, you know, these people, you know, oh, my son is a doctor. Oh, yeah, my son is a lawyer. Well, you know what? That means that they went to, to school, but they, a, a doctor is just a businessman and, and businessmen are out to make money. Some people are very fair. They don't take advantage of people. They have a heart. But you know what? I mean, how many doctors who are businessmen have misrepresented uh, themselves and overbilled people for everything? You know what I mean? And Medicare, Medicaid, and all of that stuff. And the same thing with lawyers. Lawyers 
99.9% of them are pussies because a lawyer, like if I was representing somebody, I would represent to the point that I would want to punch the other lawyer in the face. But lawyers, they don't do that. They, they, they agree on everything because each lawyer is afraid. If he says something to the other lawyer, it aggravates him. One day, that lawyer may become a judge and he'll have to go in front of him. He'll never win a case. Nobody ever thinks of that. So that's mm -hmm. why it's already, you want to talk about something that's uh, systematic, that's systematic uh, pussyism, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> well, maybe All another, right? well, maybe uh, uh, systematic lack of backbone, yeah, algorithm, system, systematic lack of guiones, you know what I mean? Okay. okay, lack of balls, okay? Here's another example I'm going to give you. Oh, this guy, uh, my son is a priest or a cardinal. Well, your son might as well have been Jeffrey Epstein or something, okay? <laughs> All right? So what, what does that mean? How many priests have been excommunicated or the whole church for that matter? In the beginning of this crap 20, 30 years ago, every priest that they found, they were sending to somewhere out in New Mexico or Arizona where there was a little desert, I guess, I guess so they can hunt coyotes and rattlesnakes or something, okay? I don't really know, you know, but it's all bullshit, okay? And it, it just, you know, goes to show you that just because someone is a certain thing, it doesn't mean nothing, you know what I mean? Uh, let's look at the honeymooners. Ed Norton was a numbskull, but he was a good friend to Ralph Cranton. That's it. He backed them up on everything, all right? And uh, he was a sewer worker who, you know, everybody thought of as, you know, you got to go in the sewer. That's disgusting. Or somebody, you know what? Every job has to be done. And uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name, that guy. Mike, he did the uh, dirty jobs. Some people have to do these jobs. And there are people, and we have to thank God that there are people because not everybody can do them or would want to do them. Yeah. You know? Okay. What do we what do we give people who are scumbag lawyers and doctors? They're all fives. They're all fives. Yes. So this for yeah. those who are new here, we rate assholes according to rectums. And yes. so we're giving asshole doctors and asshole lawyers a five out of five. Five rectums, yes. There are uh, uh, occasionally uh, a few good lawyers that uh, do, uh, you know, pro bono work. Here, now that you got me on lawyers, it's, it's just so funny, uh, funny, ironic. A lot of these lawyers, they start working out in the district attorney's office, their ADAs, assistant district attorneys, then they open up a practice. Like, uh, I, I don't remember his name, but everybody in the world knew John Gotti was guilty and he was a, a mobster and stuff, but uh, I forget the guy's name. He was representing him like, you know, he was Jesus Christ, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't going to walk into the courtroom. He was going to float in, you know? <laughs> I mean, and that's why lawyers, you know, a, a guy rapes uh, 16 people, women or something like that. And then there's a lawyer, and I'm not talking about the poor person that gets appointed to represent that, someone. Yeah. I'm talking about someone who takes the job to make money and notoriety. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, yep. uh... What was that guy? Michael Avenatti. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Everything yeah. he did was for notoriety. He didn't do anything. I don't think he ever won a case. Yeah. Guy. Yeah, you I think he's broke. I'm I mean? sorry. He's like super broke. Yeah, he's in prison now. Yeah, where he's yeah, going. Yeah. He tried yeah. to uh, bribe, but blackmail Nike. 
it's just ridiculous. You yeah. know what I mean? So anyway, that's it for today. Dad, uh, tell us, what was the stupidest person you've come across this week? Well, it's not just one person. It's a, it's a lot of people involved in it. But during this uh, last storm we had, where I lived, the trees are old. There's a lot of trees down and everything. So I have a tree on the side of my house. It's probably 100 years old. I've been calling for them to cut it down because it's dead, basically. And, like, if you just have a drizzle of rain, I got to go pick up enough branches that I could burn down. It's like a forest fire in California, okay? But, you know, they come, they send the parks department. And, you know, city workers are not exactly your most aggressive and workers, you know, every one of them just about should be, every paycheck they get, they should be charged with embezzlement, all right? So I called 311. Well, first of all, my tree, they won't declare it dead. So now my tree, it's got the trunk, and then it's got two branches. It looks like a slingshot for Shrek or somebody, okay? That's what this tree is. The guy across the street from me, his tree has a lot of branches and everything. A big branch fell down in the middle of his tree, and it's stuck in those branches. My tree, from all the constant trimming, which I only got two branches left, all the bark is falling off. It's drier than the sand in the Sahara Desert. Well, last time they cut like a branch and they left it like a foot. So now I got this gigantic piece of tree limb hanging that's like a wishbone from a chicken or a turkey and it's hanging on there. Plus, right on the telephone pole and the power line, there's two gigantic branches hanging on the wires. So I call 311 and I tell them we have these two branches on the two trees, give it the addresses of both houses. And I tell them about the, the power line and they, oh, the power line, you got to call Con Ed. Okay. So I give them all the stuff. We'll check it out and everything. You know, a week goes by or something. I get the text message. We checked out your complaint. We couldn't find what's wrong. You go look at the tree. Now, these, these branches have not gotten any nourishment for a week. The leaves are browner than the last crap I took, okay? To put it mildly. All right? And I'm five and a half feet tall. It's hanging right over the sidewalk, the one, the wishbone one. And it's almost hitting my head. He didn't see that. The other tree that my neighbor has, his tree is full of green leaves. And in the middle is a gigantic spot of dead brown leaves. It looks like you put a fried meatball in a bowl of pea soup. Okay? And this guy couldn't see it. So I asked the, the representative from 311, could you tell me who the parks department sent? Was it Ray Charles or Stevie Wonder? Okay? I don't know who they sent. So I, I now I had to put another complaint in. Also, Con Edison, you know, I put the uh, complaint into them. Not a complaint, you know, there's, there's uh, stuff on the, on the power lines. I'm not even parked in my car in front of my house or on the side of my house. I park it down the block, all right? So the first day they had me on hold twice for like 30 minutes and then they just disconnected me. That was on the Tuesday, the day of the storm. And I understand they had a lot of people with power outages, so you had to do that first. Call back Thursday. Everybody has their power by, by now, according to the news, but the, the limbs are still there. You know what I mean? So I hope it's a Con Ed worker walking by when the limb falls, hits him on the head, 
and the power line comes down and electrocutes him. Okay, that's what I hope. <laughs> okay, that's so what is one. what is this asshole move? How many rectums does this get? Oh well, the parks department. When I complained about the tree, like in January, they came. I think in April or May. You know, because they're so busy to uh, to trim the tree. They sent seven trucks. You know what it looked like? You ever see uh, The Longest Day, which is about, you know, World War II and D-Day and, you know, the final push to liberate Europe? You ever see the convoys of trucks? You would think that they were going to kill every Nazi. There were so (laughs) many trucks, right? And all these guys, you know, one guy's up in the bucket cutting the trees. They fall down. And all the other guys are drivers and helpers, and one guy's picking up a branch, throwing it in the shredder or something, you know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. More wasted money from the city, you know what I mean? How many rectums is that? Oh, well, the guy who came and looked at this tree and didn't find nothing, I know five is the highest rectums, but he's getting a seven, all right? (laughs) He's a rectum. That, that's getting a colonoscopy, this guy. This is a okay? seven of five records. Right. Marie called Con Edison the other day. Now, Marie's good on the computer and all this stuff. Three hours on the phone on hold, all right? And then after three hours, they tell her, you got to go to your computer and do it. Now, I'm not a computer person. Uh, and Marie is pretty good, but she had to get help. What happens to like somebody who's 85 years old yeah. and they're still listening to Bing Crosby on the radio because you got these fucking smart TVs, which aren't so fucking smart in my opinion, okay? All right? Uh, they're fucking imbeciles. They, they don't even register on an IQ test, these fucking smart TVs. All right? And she had to go get somebody on a computer to disconnect the electricity in the house that she just sold, okay, in the condo, all right? Otherwise, I guess you pay until you're dead if you're an old person. <laughs> you pay, like, God forbid you want to shut off your electricity, you're 88, and you're lucky en- you're, you're unlucky enough to live to be the oldest woman in the country is 116. You won't be living there. you still be paying your electric bill for 34 fucking years, those <laughs> fucking jerk-offs, you so know? What do we give Con Ed for oh, charging Con people? Ed, Con Ed, Con Ed definitely gets a five rectum because I have friends who work for Con Ed and like when they didn't want to do a job, they had to like uh, clean out the, the manholes because they had to go in there to look at stuff. So they would go the day before with the truck with the hose and then they would come by and hang out on the avenue. Aren't you working? No, we, we told them there was a car parked on top of the manhole, okay? So when you're paying your electric bill, just think of those fucking mutts, okay? All right? Every time they cash their check, they the check should have bounced, you know? Dad, who is this week's stupid person? Well, the thing that's, you know, breaking my balls a lot this week and has been for many years is when you call up one of these big companies, whether it's Brooklyn Union Gas, Con Ed, any company, insurance company, a company that you're getting your medicine from or a medical supplies from, everybody with these fucking robotic answering things. They say, oh, you can, uh, you know, 
type in your date of birth and they tell you, you know, two digits for the month, two digits for the day, four digits for the year. And then they give you an example and stuff. Or you can just speak it out loud. When you speak it, every fucking one of them, 92% of the time, I didn't get that. I, I didn't get what you said. Worse. Uh, is this correct? No, it's not correct. You know, from the beginning, you got to start yelling, representative, representative, representative. Here's the main menu, representative, representative. Number one, you know, if your refrigerator's not working, stick your finger up your ass. Number two, if your toast is not working, put a, a screwdriver up your nostril. That's how helpful they are, you know? And if you should find the prompt that you need because they can't give you a representative, then you're on hold forever, or, they, or if they give you the representative, the next available representative will be with you shortly. And they're playing some music, and then every 30 seconds, your, your phone call is important to us. So after, you know, 130 seconds, all right, which is 50 hours, my phone call ain't that fucking important to you. The only thing's important is that I fucking pay my bill on time, so you can fucking get the money, be a monopoly, and a bunch of fucking jerk-offs. People don't give a fuck about the consumer anymore. If, if I owned one of these companies, I would, instead of making $14 million profit at the end of the quarter, I would only make $13 million. I think all my stockholders could live on that, and I would hire real operators, and the other companies that wouldn't do it, I, I bet you they would all switch to me and put them out of business. People want to talk to a real person. Yeah. I mean, even though, you know, 95% of the people in this country are knuckleheads, it's still better you get a reference number or something like yeah. that. You know so, what I mean? So what do we give? What do we give? How many rectums is this? Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a, a six because that's way beyond. They're, they're so aggravating and infuriating to everybody. You know, how many times you're waiting online? A half an hour. And they don't pick up the phone. You got to stop and go do something. A half an hour, if I got a half hour before I have to go do something, that should be plenty of time to fix a little problem over the yeah. phone. So right? six out of five. This is, this, is, this is six out of five rectums for this. Yeah. I mean, a half hour is plenty of time to take care of something like that. Now you go out, do your, what you have to do. You had a doctor's appointment. You had to go to the store or something. And now you got to start from scratch again. Scam calls, yeah, well, I hang up on them. You get the shit that, oh, you're, you're uh, 2007 Hyundai Azera. You, you, you have not uh, signed up for the, you know, increased uh, maintenance yeah. Uh, thing. Yeah, well, jerk off. Here's my message. I hit the button and I say, I don't have the fucking car for fucking five years now, moron. You know what I mean? But most of the stuff I know, and I'm glad that they do put up potential scam now yeah. on on a lot of phone calls. But, you know, it's just crazy. I get people calling and they're talking in Chinese, you know? Yeah. I, I just tell them, your shirts will be ready tomorrow. And I hang up, you know? They're annoying. I, I mean, I had a guy, he was from somewhere. Uh, he, he sounded like he was probably from, um, you know, Nigeria or something. And he's telling me, that I won the publisher's clearinghouse, you know? They're gonna give me, you know, uh, $1,000 a day for the rest of my life, you know? And he wants to know, well, what color balloons? I want them to come with the car and everything. But in order to be eligible, I gotta go get one of these uh, 
cards and load it up with $500 and, and give him the number and, and mail it to him. And, you know, he says, you know, what kind of balloons do I want? He says, I says, why don't you take one of the big balloons that Macy's uses in their Thanksgiving Day Parade and after it's fully blown up, without any Vaseline, shove it up your ass, I told the guy, okay? And I hung but up How many him. rectums would we give that? Well, th that's a five because, first of all, the guy can hardly fucking speak English, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm going to give send him a fucking card for $500, all right? I mean, I'm, I'm not in the fucking old age home yet. You know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah. Okay. I understand we have this pandemic, which is whatever. I'm not going to get into the politics of it. But you got all of these stores now. People are working. People in hospitals were deemed essential workers. They went to work every day. Okay. People working in the grocery store the stock boy that stocks the shelves, the cashier and everything, they're wearing masks and gloves. The cashier just has a, a, a sheet of plexiglass in front of her. There's nothing to the ceiling. Everything's floating around in the air and everything. Yet, a lot of the banks, which are already glassed to the top, bulletproof, they're living in those, they're like in biospheres. They can live inside on the other side. These fucking bank people... Some of them, like Citibank and Chase, you could go in, you could got the tellers, you could use the, they, you know. Other banks, they only got the lobby open for limited hours to, for an ATM machine or something. And you can't use a teller unless it's a drive-thru, and not every bank has drive-thru capability. So, I mean, like, this is the biggest fucking joke in the world. You could fucking live behind that glass. If they had that glass during prohibition, like when Al Capone and all the gangsters were fucking going into the bars and they were, you know, slapping the guys around, telling them, oh, you're going to buy my beer. And then, so they had to buy his beer. And then the next day, the other gangster came in and he said, you got to buy my beer. They're so safe behind that glass. I mean, that if Al Capone walked in, they could say, hey, listen, Al, I'll put a fucking scarf on the other side of your face. I'm not buying your beer. And Al Capone couldn't get to them. They could fucking order out Chinese food, have it delivered. They got the box on the side, like the post office, if you got a big package to put the fucking thing in. So you're never going to get to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's another thing. These fucking banks are ridiculous. And if, then how many rectums do we give them? Uh, you know, they're making zillions of dollars. They charge you a fee for every fucking thing. You know what I mean? And they got the credit cards, you know, that they're charging you 19 to 20-something percent. They're real fucking rat bastards. I give them a five. So, Dad, for the reprise of Stupid People, what is the stupidest person that you've met this week? Well, there's multiple ones because we haven't done this in a while. So they've been piling up. But number one, we have medical doctors because these guys are just, they're just human beings. So like one person wants to be in a, a organized crime and, and the doctor is the same way. Not all doctors, just like not all people who are in organized crime. You have doctors that are fucking low life pieces of shit. They'll fucking rob you. They don't even have to be a dentist and they'll fucking rob the silver out of your fucking teeth in the fillings. 
You know, all these things that they're coming up with that the medicine's no good, the machines don't work, like the CPAP machines. I got a CPAP machine. The fucking doctor didn't call me. So he don't give a fuck that I'm still using the machine and I'm fucking, instead of the machine saving my life, it's pushing me closer to fucking death. Does he care? No. They don't give a fucking rat bastard ass. They, they're all fucking low life pieces of shit. The company that didn't make the machine but supplies them, they could get in touch with you, but they don't give a fuck either. All right? So they should all be in on the fucking class action suit. They should all go to fucking jail. Forget fucking life in prison and firing squad should be fucking brought back. We don't have enough ammunition in this country to fucking kill all the scumbags. That's one thing. And I could keep going on with that. Okay. All right, Dad, tell us about the stupidest thing you've encountered this week with the, the CPAP machine. Well, I just did a tirade on these fucking CPAP machines and the doctors and shit. But I want to know is, you got this fucking machine, you got a hose and a mask, you look like a fucking elephant and when you sleep and wearing this shit. Yet we have all of these, we have NASA, now we have private people who have so much fucking money and there are some people who are very smart, like Elon Musk and stuff, this guy's got electric cars. He's fucking sending rockets up. You mean to tell me in this country, the United States of America now, they can't make a CPAP machine, something you stick up your fucking nose, like an earplug, a nose plug or something, or something you put in your mouth, just like a, a, a mouthpiece for football, and they can't fucking make you breathe? You got to be fucking kidding me. If Thomas Edison was alive, he's probably rolling over in his grave looking at the moron people that call themselves inventors nowadays. Fucking idiots. Goodbye. This fucking mask, you're like the fucking executioner and the fucking during the French Revolution. You know, the, the guy's always got a mask. What does he care if you see his face? He's fucking chopping your head off. He's pulling the guillotine. What the fuck do you care if you see his face? But now you're sleeping with a fucking mask. You got to get up and pee in the middle of the night. You got to take all the shit off. Get back. You can't sleep on your side because the fucking mask is in your, digging into your face. That whoever fucking thought of this didn't give it any thought at all. They stick the holes in your asshole. All right, Dad, so tell us about um, some stupidity you've witnessed this week. Yeah, I want to get back to the phone things and the, and the fucking uh, automated operators, these recordings and shit. You wind up hitting enough buttons that you need to go for a manicure. Your fingers fucking get sore. You got to hit press this button, press that button, press that. And after you're, you're aggravated, your blood pressure, you have six strokes. Then the, the stupid bastard winds up transferring you to a live person. Why don't the fucking press one for a live person right away? All right? No, they make you fucking, they, they want to aggravate the shit out of you. These big companies help you drop dead of a stroke so that they can fucking don't have to deal with you no more. You bought their product, you're not going to use it, so they don't give a fuck because you'll probably, it'll never break on you and they won't have to fix it, so they're saving money. And they don't give a fuck and then they give you a live person anyway. It's just ridiculous. Well, how many rectums does this get? Oh, these are all five rectums. <laughs> Every one of them. Five, five out of five rectums. Five out of from five, From everything yeah. from season two of yeah. Stupid People. Yeah. All right, Dad, what is the stupidest person you've or thing you've encountered this week? 
Yeah, when you got to call a big company, a credit card company, Macy's, anybody, you get a fucking recording, an automatic voice shit. Uh, what is your problem? Say, I need a new car. My car was stolen. How about saying your fucking company is run by assholes? That's the fucking button I want to press because I fucking do not want to talk to a fucking machine, okay? You're on the phone, you get so fucking aggravated. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Here, how about getting this between my legs, you fucking moron? They're so fucking stupid. If I had the money, I would put all these assholes out of business. I would just hire real people to answer the phone. People would, if they had a problem, they, would, they wouldn't do business with you no more. They wouldn't even go into your store or on your fucking website because you're just aggravating the shit out of people. Oh, I didn't get that. Oh, uh, say something. You can say this. You can say, you know what I want to say? Kiss my fucking ass is what I want to say. Press one, press two. It's all bullshit. There's another fucking stupid thing.